Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also going to be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey there, friends. Thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm Jen, your host, and today I am so stoked to be talking to Jody Brim. She is a former corporate operations director turned full-time entrepreneur. She knew starting her photography business was only a matter of time. She is self-taught and refers to her business as her ministry because of the life-changing connections that are made. A passion runs deep within Jody for cultivating positive relationships and creating a safe space for creatives from all walks of life. She prides herself in helping entrepreneurs to dream bigger dreams and helping them to align their goals through the power of education and strategy. Thank you so much for joining me, Jody. Welcome to the show. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So how are you feeling today on this lovely Monday? Oh, you know, I'm a little congested with the allergies, all of the lovely flowers blooming, but you know, we're here. <laughs> Got my coffee. I'm good to go. <laughs> Highly caffeinated. Yes. yes. It's kind of funny. So Jody is one of my clients, my business management clients. She is so much fun to work with, but what cracks me <laughs> up about our relationship is whenever one of us makes a flub, the first question we ask is, have you had your coffee yet? <laughs> and that is true because it is necessary. I it mean, is it necessary. The world go around. It does. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Are you still using the toasted marshmallow creamer? Oh my gosh. No, you have to try the Oreo creamer. The Oreo is the same brand, but it's the yeah. Oreo. It tastes like a milkshake. It tastes legit oh, like a milkshake. It's no. so good. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to try it out. Yeah. Okay. It's addictive. I totally, I just wrote it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so today we are going to be chatting about how to transition into entrepreneurship, your journey transitioning into entrepreneurship, how you got started and how those who are mm -hmm. listening can continue doing it or maybe do maybe learn from the mistakes that you made. Lord knows I made plenty when I got started and yeah. all of those things. So tell me a little bit first about your business, how it started okay. and all of the nitty gritty details. Okay. So I am a photographer. I initially started as a wedding photographer, family portraits, maternity portraits. I did all the things and decided to niche it down in 2017. So it's been three years now. But I started back in 2012. Uh, after moving around so much, I um, decided to shadow, well, I had the opportunity to shadow my wedding photographer. So uh -huh. she was so gracious enough to allow me, her name is Megan, Megan Juelli, or M. Juelli Photography is her business. She's still in business still to this day. And so she allowed me to shadow her and I got my my feet wet into weddings and loved it, fell in love with it. And um, then I decided to, I was doing weddings and personal branding because I got in a studio, I shared a studio with some photographers and I got it just to do headshots because I got a lot of questions about, uh, or just people needing one photo. 
Side right. note, I used to do, I used to do photo shoots in my driveway <laughs> at my house. <laughs> I used nice. to put up my backdrop. Yeah. We called it driveway shoots and I would only take on clients that I knew and I charged 50 bucks for one photo. It was crazy, but oh, Hey, wow. it got my feet wet into the headshot arena. I was like, okay. So then I, you know, had to get it more professional, got a studio and I was only doing headshots, but I got bored with those. And I said, how can I make this different, better, level it up a bit? So that's when I got into the personal branding arena and fell in love. Oh my gosh. I love, I love everything about personal branding because it's different. And Mm -hmm. each entrepreneur that I work with, I mainly work with female creatives and every business is different. So Every photo shoot is different. It's just fun. Right. I love what I do. Awesome. Yeah. So tell me, so. I know, so I know a little bit behind the scenes because I get the opportunity <laughs> and joy of working with you. Can you tell me what <laughs> makes your photo shoots different? I know you're a branding photographer, but I think so many yes. photographers, you know, say they do branding and really it's headshots. Yeah. So tell me a little yeah. bit of the difference yeah. between, between those two things. Okay. Yeah. So when you look at a photo that's a personal brand photograph, it should scream what that person does it for, for a living. Like if I am photographing a realtor, I'll probably photograph that realtor if it's a personal branding session on the scene, on location, showing them in their element, showing them yeah. showing a house, maybe doing an open house, showing them in a model home or some type of home. So that's what I would do for a realtor versus if they just want headshots, I would use probably just my all white studio and just have it just headshots. So that's the difference. Like headshots is just going to be like you, you would use them for your marketing materials. You, you know, your right. business cards, if you're just going to have a, a photo of your face, but a personal brand photograph is going to show you doing what you love. So people kind of get an inside peek of behind the scenes of what you do and your cre- and behind the scenes of your creative process. So it's a whole different ball game with letting your client into your world and allowing to, them to feel and know what to expect when they work with you. I love that. That's one of my, my favorite things about seeing you work with all of these different clients and really you put a true strategy behind these, these brand shoots that you do. And I think that is so cool, so much fun. And when you do it for newcomers who are actually becoming entrepreneurs and we have several of those, I think it's, it's just a whole other, a whole other level. So tell me a little bit about say two or three tips from coming out of corporate America and transitioning into entrepreneurship? Oh, yeah. So the the first tip is to have a routine, really your schedule. The biggest challenge that I had when I left my corporate job in 2013 and went full time was all this free time. And I tell people that like in my mentorship, I tell people that like it's (laughs) you have someone dictating your schedule, basically, even you know, my position, I was a higher up position in the corporate sector, but I still, you know, had meetings scheduled. I knew what time I had to be to work. Yes, I worked like 10, 11 hours a day, but still like I knew I had to be at work at least by nine. And I knew that, you know, I might have a meeting or some type of event or outreach or whatever it is on the schedule right. for the day, but someone was maintaining my schedule. When you go into entrepreneurship, it's like, okay. I'm in control. Okay. So let me set a vision for the day. And right. I, I, um, now I plan by quarters, but 
those quarters will still take me down to like, I forecast out every day. So I know what I need to do for the day to make what I need to make. So it's just managing that time is number one. So write it out. And then the other thing is having systems in place to help your business to thrive. Yeah, that was a big one. And (laughs) yeah, because I mean, when I first started, man, I had PayPal, I had agree contracts, I had two to three different payment processing systems. I was sending contracts. First, I was having them print off the contract and then scan it back to me, (laughs) Lord Jesus. Doing that from the start will, first of all, level up your client experience. It will have them to see you in a professional light, which will have them, I mean, you can charge more. And people really have that type of hiring or higher up experience. They're going to pay you more, you know, versus when I was, uh, my my very first shoot, that I ever booked that you never forget your first. I remember bringing my receipt book, you know, those little receipt books that you can write out. (laughs) Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And giving her that paper receipt. Oh my gosh. Like God bless it. But (laughs) number one, definitely managing your time. And number two, invest in a system, invest in a CRM. I used Dubsado. I used to use HoneyBook. Both work great. I feel like, but Dubsado worked better for me depending on your business. But yeah. That was the that was a game changer for me when I finally because you can see and you can forecast. I'm a big forecaster. Like I I like to know like what I need to make on a monthly level too. So I'll put that goal in there, and then as you see like you know invoices being paid or invoices not being paid or contracts, like it's all in one place, and it helps you to be more organized, which is going to help you to thrive in your business because you know where you're at. You need to know your numbers. That's all yeah, another topic. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's so true. So true. I, yeah, I am not a numbers, not a numbers person at all. But uh, that's what the first thing my coach always tells me is, you need to know your numbers. Fine, whatever. Okay. You got to know your numbers. You got yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. You do. You do. So I know one of the things that I struggled with when I was transitioning out of corporate, starting my own business, was you talk about this forecasting. I'm still, you know, a little wobbly on forecasting. I'm getting better. It's something that is probably one of my biggest pain points at this this point in owning a business. So can you tell me a little bit like Mm -hmm. what your forecasting looks like, how that breaks down? Do you break it down from like, okay, this much a year, and then you break it down by month or day? How does that look? So I look at year over year, and that is so important to have a system in place so you can kind of see those numbers too. Absolutely. Um, I predict what I need to make, you know, based off my operations of what it costs to operate my business first off. Okay. And Mm -hmm. then I break things down quarterly. So Q1, I have a goal to make up everything that I like, I need to jumpstart it out really strong. So Q1, my goal is pretty higher. And for me and my business arena with brand photography, that is like the busiest time because it's the first of the year. People want fresh Mm -hmm. images. Uh, a lot of people are starting a new business. So it's a really busy time for me. So my Q1 is like, like a lot of wedding photographers, that was the biggest, slowest month. Um, mm-hmm. But in brand photography, it is the biz- biggest month. So I like to forecast and predict, you know, my future earnings. So I break it down to what I need to do, how many sessions I need to book, um, what big projects I'm going to implement. I do one big project a quarter and then I have events. So there's like different pockets that I group my income 
into. So it's not just photo shoots. So that's another thing is, you know, having different streams of what you're, you know, if it's like some people do weddings and families, like I used to do maternities, but mine is more so grouped into, of course, like the branding photography. What else? I don't have it in front of me. Mentorships, coaching, events. So I just, I really break it down so I'll know daily what I need to make for the week. And that helps nice. me to figure out my month. If, if that makes sense. Like you yeah, really need to that, know. Like, Yeah, that definitely makes, makes total sense to me. So, because so often I hear like you have to do, you know, one or three things a day to move your business forward. Do you break it down that way too? Yeah, I try to do at least one thing, but more so for me, it's one big quarterly goal. And that's going to be like my money maker. I mean, of course, like my business gotcha. is at a point where it's on auto, where it's on autopilot for photo shoots, like branding shoots. Right. Because that's typically all I do is branding shoots in corporate events, or I might have, I have a few corporate accounts, but really I want to focus on moving my business forward with one big thing a quarter. So I'm working on that one big thing. So if it's say something I'm launching, I start working it on Q1, but I'm not going to launch it really probably until Q3. You know what I mean? But it's going to be a big income producing activity for me for that year. So awesome. Something so, yeah. So it's not just photo shoots. Yeah. I think that's important. It's hard to diversify at first. And that's one thing that I want like our audience to know, Jody's been at this for a while. She has these multiple streams <laughs> of income because they've naturally progressed over time. She didn't come out the gate right. being a photographer, and a vic, you know, someone who's putting on events and, and more mentoring and all those things. If you're just no. getting started, focus and become really, really awesome at that one thing. Jody is a killer brand thing. photographer. Yes. Well, thank you, friend. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, I'm serious. No, but I'm, you're right. <laughs> You're right. One thing, that's what changed the game for me. And my yeah. uh, business coach, Amber Crudup, she's an amazing, but she doesn't call her a business coach. I call her my business coach. She is, I was a client of hers and it turned into a friendship and she helped me to really narrow down my focus. And when I did that and decided to pursue the personal branding route, my income almost quadrupled. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It tripled. It was crazy. I raised my prices. I worked less, but made more by narrowing that focus down. But I still take on other things that, you know, I may not share or post about it or market it to social media or on my website, but I still can take on other things because people still like some people feel like if you narrow your focus that you might miss out on other opportunities because people think that that's the only thing that you do. But that is totally not the case. Like I still get requests. I get requests for pet photo shoots, like with dogs and stuff, you know, (laughs) I wish. I mean, I'm allergic to dogs. I love dogs, but you know, that's something that I would refer out, but I still get like, like baby shoes. I still get requests. So if I wanted to do that, I could. Yeah. That's funny. That's one of the things that Katie and I talked about on her episode was when Mm -hmm. you're able to niche down into a specific audience, it makes, first of all, it makes your business easier because you're you're recreating the same content for the same people right so yeah that makes life easier and then you're also able to hone in and streamline your processes because you're all you're serving one type of client really really well rather than multiple clients mediocrely 
Is that a word? Gosh, it, it's just like a light mediocrely. <laughs> we'll make it a word today, Jen. <laughs> okay, that works. The world's crazy right now. Mediocrely is fine. <laughs> yeah, go with, go with it. Go with it. But you're so right. I mean, it makes the world different, so do it. Yes, yes. Okay, so we've got our two tips for if you're just getting started. We have figured out how you got yeah. started. So tell me a little bit, what is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? My favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur is so easy. It's the freedom and it's meeting. I'm a relationship girl. Like I still am friends with so many people from my first job to my second job. Like people yeah. are like, how are you still friends with them? You still talk to them? Like <laughs> I am big on relationships and that is the most important thing to me in building a business too. Like it's not something that's forced for me. So I love that I get to meet so many people from different cultures, different Mm -hmm. walks of life. I love it. And I love the fact that I am free to take off like during this Corona time. Like I had to reschedule my shoots because, you know, my daughter, she's out of school. And, you know, you just have that freedom to to take off the time you need. But also, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, you Mm -hmm. know, so you just have to see what's worth it more to you. For me, it is having that time freedom to have the shoots, like I I shoot on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, as long as Jen is holding me to it. But, um, (laughs) you know, like, like when I was in corporate, oh my God, I worked nonstop. Like I could not do what I, I could not have a family in my opinion with what I was doing. I could not be successful with my relationships within my family. I would be successful within my job. And number one to me is successful in my relationships. That's number one to me. So definitely. That's what I define success when I started my business was having the freedom of yeah. my time. Like that's, that's yeah. been huge to me. So yeah. I 100% concur. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you told me your, that you have Dubsado. So I have yeah. to ask, what is yeah. your favorite business tool? Dubsado? <laughs> I was hoping... I was hoping that you were going to say oh, that. Yeah. I'm going to start, I'm gonna start a tally of like what the favorite business tool is. I'm just going to keep making tally you marks for funny. Dubsado. I love Dubsado. Oh, yeah. I love, I love Dubsado. Um, I love, I love that I always know where I stand. I love how you can automate things. I love how you can brand it beautifully. Yes. I mean, there's nothing that I don't, I love that now you can schedule things. I love that I got to mm-hmm. get rid of my Calendly. Yep. And now I can, you know, have everything in one place. Like that is key. And I am not naturally organized. So no. like at home, my, my, my husband is the organized one. I will put that out there. But having this system for my business, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's everything. So that's my number one tool. Love it. Love it. All right. That was your first quick fire questions. I'm not very quick fire today, but <laughs> that's fine. What is your... <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite quote? My favorite quote. Oh gosh. Now remember I'm Dory. We'll let the people know <laughs> that uh, Dory from Finding Nemo. That is my nickname. And as well as my, one of my best friends, Ariel, because you know, we have some memory stuff going on there, but mm-hmm. it's like, I know it. Let me make sure. Okay. It said it's by Caitlin Brown, who Caitlin Brown is. I have no idea. I just found it online one time and it resonated with me and it was saying when the joy in your work is gone you owe it to yourself to make a change and that change is not oh I'm butchering this yeah I'm going to find the quote 
The other quote is keep it moving. That's what I always say. <laughs> keep it moving. I like it. Keep it I moving. Like it. Okay. Now that's something. Now that's my quote. That's me. I say this and I've said it. I should have it tattooed somewhere because it's something that I have always said since I became uh, my first big promotion was when I was 25 in corporate and pretty much everybody was either double my age. And I had a lot of challenges that I faced with that. So I always told myself, like, when, when I, you know, adversity strikes, just keep it moving, keep it moving, make the decision, keep it moving. Like, don't linger. Bad news doesn't get better with time. That's another quote, you know, from my mentor. His name is Lamar back in the day. But yeah, keep it moving is like, it helps me. And it helps me to put things, categorize things mentally in my box. Here's my whatever box. If, if there's something going on, if you have something that's stressing me out, put it in your whatever box right now. Keep it moving, okay? And you know, do things that are positive. I'm all about the positive vibes. So, man, I love that. Keep it moving. (laughs) I like it. I think I'll have to figure out my other quote for you. I have to find it. I have it written down. I just can't remember. It's too long. That's the problem. It's too long. (laughs) I know. I love my long quotes too. One of my favorite long quotes is a Theodore Roosevelt quote. I'm not even going to try to say it. Yeah, don't do like me. Because I can't. Like, it's, it's so long. Um, but if you look up, if you look up, just look up Theodore Roosevelt and Valiant, um, quote, and it'll pop up. It's super long, but it's amazing. And I love it. And it's just talking about like, you're in the arena, you're the one fighting the battle. Anyone who's not in the arena, they're like, their opinion and voice doesn't matter. And I just, I just, I just love that. And I think, you know, I have, I'm, I know you and I have talked about this a little bit. Like I struggle with anxiety. So Keep it, keep it moving is fantastic. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, okay, well, keep it moving. I can, I can deal with that so, later. I'm just going to keep yeah. this moving right now. Keep it moving. Keep moving Love forward. It. Yeah. All right. So my last question is if you enjoy a night, night cap, if you and I were to grab a night cap, what would mm-hmm. you be drinking? What would I be what? Drinking. What was, what was, what would I be drinking in my night cap? Yeah. Uh, what time is it? <laughs> is this <laughs> 11 o'clock at night? <laughs> Girl, I'm an early bird. I'm in bed by 11. Oh, you are. You are. I'm okay, so early. Nightcap. Okay, it depends. If I am going to be up for a while and I still have mm-hmm. a lot to do, I'm going to drink a sunshine energy drink, blueberry lemonade. If not, then I'm going to have a glass of rosé. Ooh, yeah. fancy. Yeah. I love that. Fancy. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for having well, me, Jen. You are so welcome. Thanks for coming on. This was so much fun. Is there any last parting yes. tip or advice that mm. you'd like to leave our audience today? Um, I will say to plan, have a vision and execute it. So, and build a team to help you to support, like build your tribe. So I can, yes. I would not be where I am today without having the support that I've had from other creatives and yes. um, from, I mean, just build like clients, majority of my clients turn into friends. Like I don't, you know, I, I, I want you to really focus on not making it a transaction, but building a relationship. So some people it's okay. I charge this. I charge that. I book you. We shoot. We're done. No, you don't ever want that because you right. want people to, you want people to feel like family because they're going to spread that word about you. And it's just going to be an overall genuine, organic building, um, excelling in your photography career. And that is everything you need that. 
you need that. So make it relational totally. and not transactional. Uh, I love that. There's, I'm coming out with an episode about how building relationships is how you build your business. So I love that. That hey. is so perfect. Yes. So you're doing it a good is. plug in and you didn't even know it. <laughs> hey, I love it. <laughs> Well, Jody, thank you so, so much for coming on today. I appreciate you you so much and we will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. 